Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout, and join me for something wonderful. So question, what makes a good run versus a bad run, right? We've all had those really awesome fired up runs, and I'm sure most of us have experienced those really kind of not so wonderful runs. So how do things like weather, nutrition, and sleep affect your performance? And how do you get better, get faster, and go further with your running? Well, I'll tell you the secret. The secret to improving your runs comes from the ability to self-evaluate your training. Now, as a running coach, I have coached countless clients to cross finish lines and get those personal records and achieve those PRs. However, I have created a running journal designed specifically to give you the tools to help you coach yourself. By filling in the pages of my Something Wonderful running journal, patterns will start to emerge and you get the opportunity to analyze the data and to create the perfect running formula for your success. So every time you go out for a workout, you can help improve your performance by 1% every single time. You can get my journal right now on Amazon. The link is in the show notes and you can start to unlock your potential as an athlete. And by getting the Something Wonderful running journal, you are also showing support for this podcast and my small business. And for that, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. Before we kick things off today, I do want to read a review that just came in from Apple Podcast. These reviews are really, really important to helping me getting the word out there about this podcast so I can get into the ears of more runners just like you. So if you have a moment, please please, please uh, take a second to rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to these episodes. Give me a five star, um, you know, talk a little bit about your favorite episode or what you like about these episodes. Um, You know, they really, really, really help. And, And as a coach, I know the importance of asking for help. So I am asking you guys for help right now. So if you want to help me out, please leave a review for this podcast. Um, You know, I'll even take a little constructive criticism, right? If there's something that you think I could be doing better to improve the show, just send me an email. My contact information is in the show notes. Um, But the way of getting rates and reviews is how I'm going to get this out into the world. So thank you for doing that. Um, This is an amazing review, again, that came in through Apple Podcast. It says, it's a five-star review, and it says, 
Allie is an amazing wealth of knowledge. She's a mom and runner. She gets it. She's always there for her clients. I'm so excited to have this podcast to keep getting new information to keep my running journey going. She's got an infectious, positive attitude. Listen to what she has to say. Follow her in her free group or on Instagram. You won't regret it. So thank you so much for that review. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. And uh, as I get more reviews in, I will possibly read your review uh, here on the podcast. So diving into today, as always, let's kick things off with our running term of the day. Today, our running term is cross-training. Now, cross-training is incredibly important to our routine, but what is cross-training? I mean, there are so many things that could fall under cross-training. Yoga, strength training, cycling, uh, you know, those are just a few things that could just be examples of what cross-training are. It's really any other type of fitness or workouts or activities that are incorporated into your running routine. These things can improve your fitness, your flexibility, help balance out muscle patterns, and prevent overuse and injury. Because running is a very repetitive sport. We are doing the same muscle pattern over and over and over and over. And the problem with that is that it can cause some muscle imbalances because we have some muscles that are constantly active and engaging while we are running and some that are maybe um, not as active and participating in our movement. So we do need to switch it up a little bit, change up that movement pattern, and allow our body to get other forms of exercise and movement to keep our overall body healthy. So again, yoga, strength training, cycling, but even things like rock climbing, swimming, Zumba, you know, just other ways of moving your body can be considered cross-training. Now, I do want to say that we don't want to get cross-training and CrossFit confused because they are two very different things where cross-training is really physical activity outside of running. CrossFit is its own type of sport. It is its own little sport that deals with cardio, strength training, um, even some like gymnastic style movements and mobility. Um, you know, cross training is its own entity. And while CrossFit is a fantastic workout, uh, it, it's definitely not an interchangeable term with cross training. So. Just a little clarification on that, but that is cross training. So again, cross training, it's super important into your routine to prevent injury, help balance out those muscle imbalances, uh, help keeping you flexible and strong and healthy in other ways other than just that repetitive motion of running and running and running and running. So. Today's topic is running to lose weight. 
For those of you that don't know, I have been running a Facebook group called Weight Loss for Runners for the last three years. So (laughs) weight loss and running is something I'm very, very, very passionate about. And I see it a lot where, you know, we start... We start to to run because we think it's a, a, a fast, easy way of losing weight, but then, you know, we get frustrated because we're not seeing the results that we thought that we were going to get or think that we should be getting. And so I want to give you some really good tips to lose weight with running because after working with my Facebook group for the last couple of years, you know, I really specialized in helping women not only lose weight, but to really kind of gain confidence and empowerment through education and teaching them about nutrition and how to stretch structure their training programs and to really create an overall healthier lifestyle. So that's something that I really specialized in and I'm really, really passionate about it. So I'm excited to dive on in to some of my best tips to help you lose weight with running. Now, the first thing I want to address is a question that I get all the time. What will help me lose weight? Running fast and short runs, right? Like those speed workouts. Or should I be doing long and slow runs? I get this question all the time. But my answer might surprise you because my answer is both. Don't be afraid to mix and match and add variety into your routine because both types of workouts have benefits to not only aid in your weight loss journey, but to really make you a well-rounded athlete. Those short, fast runs, they are high cardio, maybe hit style or intervals. They are your speed workouts. And they serve a purpose in your training to really help you improve your speed, your performance, your efficiency to get faster, but also have really great benefits for the cardiovascular system and helping you burn a lot of calories in a pretty short amount of time. Whereas those long, slow runs will help you more build your endurance uh, and kind of tap into that steadier fat burning zone. And I know that you can't see me right now, but I did put fat burning zone into air quotations because <laughs> there is there is a lot of um, kind of myths and this uh, kind of this this word fat burning is thrown around a lot in the fitness industry and i know it's really intriguing like this magical low intensity heart rate zone that like just magically burns away all of the stubborn fat areas but that's just it, it's simply not the case i mean there is evidence that lower intensity exercise does burn more fat than maybe higher intensity. Um, But I think it's really like overemphasized in the fitness industry because if it was the case that just 
burning, you know, running long and slow was the answer to fat loss, then every single person that runs marathons or ultras and just long distance in general would have extremely low body fat. And as I'm sure you've noticed in being in the runner world is marathon runners come in all shapes and sizes. So, you know, long, slow runs is not just going to be the magical answer. So, yes, lower intensity exercise can help you burn more fat, but higher intensity is going to help you burn more calories. And if anything, those higher intensity exercises are going to help you burn more calories in less time than those kind of longer, slower runs. So they both serve a purpose in our routine. That's why I really say, you know, add variety into your training. Speed work, intervals, long runs, easy recovery runs. Explore the different heart rate zones through your routine in a way that makes sense for your current fitness level. And that's really going to help you get both benefits, the super cardiovascular, high calorie burning of those fast runs and the more fat burning zone, the endurance runs with those longer, slower runs. Okay. The second thing that we want to look at is nutrition. And you may have heard this before, that you cannot outrun a diet. And that's absolutely true. I see it so many times. Runners come to me because they are frustrated that they put in all this time and effort into running, but they're not losing weight. And that's because nutrition is crucial to the weight loss journey. And trust me, I get it. I would rather just put on my my sneakers and go for a run than I would rather meal plan and meal prep and think about calories and macros and, you know, the quality of our food products. But when you nourish your body and eat a higher quality of food, you're actually allowing your body to to feel better, work better, uh, have more energy, and you will might actually notice a huge difference in your performance for your workouts. You might notice that as you learn about nutrition and you nourish your body better, that you can run harder, stronger, and faster. And that has to feel really good instead of that tired, bloated feeling that can come when we feel fill our bodies with like the fried, the processed, um, some of the easier foods that we have access to in society. Because food is fuel. And I know that I'm going to do so many more episodes in the future all about nutrition because it really does have such an impact on us runners that I really want to make sure that we understand how food works and how it affects our bodies. But when I started running, I started thinking about all of the calories we were burning And I started thinking about all of the cookies and the donuts that I could eat guilt-free because of the calories that I was burning. And I kind of quickly realized that cookies and donuts were not the type of running fuel that I needed in order to 
feel and perform my best. So that's why nutrition is really so important. So start paying attention to your diet. Kind of bring awareness to the choices that you're making, which choices are going to help you reach your weight loss goals and your fitness goals, and maybe where there could be some changes in your diet or in your food choices that will help you feel better and get closer to that weight loss goal. Now to kind of piggyback off of nutrition, I do want to mention how important hydration is. When you are running, you're going to be sweating more and your body needs that fluid to function properly. You know, let alone the fact that drinking water can aid in cravings, hunger, and even portion control. So nutrition and hydration are both important when it comes to losing weight as a runner. The next thing that I'm going to talk about is strength training. And I can already hear you guys grumbling because I get it. I know that if you're listening to a podcast all about running, the last thing you want me to do is talk about how wonderful strength training is. And I get it because I was a running enthusiast and running coach way before I actually realized the full benefits of strength training. And, uh, you know, it took me a while to really understand how important strength training was to a runner's journey. And that's why I went back to school to become a personal trainer. Uh, (laughs) I kind of think about, you know, when I was I was just running and running and running and running and that's really why I picked the the topic or our running term earlier in this episode of cross training because you know we we cannot just run and run and run and run it's not the solution to all of our problems as much as I think at least much as I wish it was right as much as I wish that running would solve all of my problems you know we do need a cross train we do need to strength train to avoid those injuries and it helps with your weight loss journey When we start to lose weight and cutting calories and things like that, one of the things that we can lose is lean muscle. And I don't know about you, but if you're looking to lose weight, I'm sure you're looking to lose fat and not just looking to lose muscle. So when we strength train, we can hold on to that lean muscle mass and encourage our body to lose fat and keep a hold of those muscles that are going to help us be stronger runners. And when we have this lean muscle mass, that actually helps us burn more calories and to rev up our metabolism. It helps our body burn more calories even after we're done with our strength training workout. And it allows our body to really utilize nutrition and function more efficiently when we have this lean muscle mass and we are incorporating strength training into our routine. Okay. I do want to say that I hear a lot that women are afraid that strength training will make them like bulk up or look like these bodybuilders. And I can tell you that if you want that body of a bodybuilder and you want to be jacked up and have all these muscles, 
it takes a lot of very, very, very intentional training and nutrition to get your body to look like that. It does not happen by accident. So by you just cross training a couple times a week or adding strength training into your routine, I promise you, you are not going to get these super bulky muscles and wake up looking like the Hulk. You can start very simple. You don't have to go to the the gym and do all of these crazy weights and workouts. You can start strength training at home with the weights that you have available or even just body weight exercises is a fantastic place to start if you haven't really ever done strength training before. Okay, so the next thing that I have that's really going to help you on this weight loss journey is having a running or fitness goal. Out of all of my clients, I can tell you the clients that get the best weight loss results and maintain those weight loss results are the women that have fitness-related goals to continue to challenge them on their journey. There is no finish line. Right? We have to continue to train and challenge our bodies and we have to find ways to stay motivated within this new lifestyle that we have created. And I always say that challenge creates change, but complacency is where things really start to fall apart. I think of it like a marriage or a relationship with your significant other is that, you know, you might have this great relationship with your partner, putting in the time and effort for date nights and sending cute little messages, uh, you know, having fun, spontaneous bedroom time, uh, you know, doing all the things to show effort and appreciation for your partner. But after a while, if things start to get comfortable and life starts to happen, we fall into a routine. Date nights become less important. There's more times just like sitting on the couch and scrolling on our phones. No more cute messages. Less fun, spontaneous time in the bedroom. It can really quickly turn into like a roommate situation if both people aren't putting in the same effort into their relationship that they might have been doing in the beginning. And unfortunately, if we stay stuck in this loveless, kind of passionate, uh, you know, roommate phase, a relationship really starts to fall apart. We start to, you know, either resent our partner or we start nitpicking at them. Um, you know, just that complacency can lead to a lot of problems in a marriage and possibly even divorce, right? So we have to keep putting in the effort. We have to keep sending those cute texts. We have to keep, uh, you know, showing our partners that we appreciate them. It's a two-way street. We both have to put in equal effort so our relationships can stay can continue to grow and stay strong. And the same thing with your fitness goals. You have to keep putting effort into it. And I know that I certainly want my marriage with my husband to stay strong, so I have to put an effort with your fitness journey. If you want to stay on a long fitness journey, you have to keep putting effort into it. You have to keep creating goals. You have to keep creating dreams. You have to keep pushing your body to allow it to keep challenging itself so there continues to be change. 
When we are only working out to lose weight, it's very easy to fall into routine, doing the same workout, running the same distance, at the same speed, and our bodies are masters at adaptation. And if we are just doing the same thing all the time, our body adjusts to this this activity level. And you won't see the same benefits and you won't see the same changes that that were happening maybe from the beginning of your weight loss journey. And if you aren't seeing the benefits and you aren't seeing the changes, then it makes it easy to skip a workout here and there because if if your workouts aren't making a difference, then what's one missed workout anyways? That's not going to hurt anything. That's not going to do anything. But then suddenly one missed workout becomes two and two missed workouts becomes a week and a week becomes a month. And then before you know it, the weight that you've lost in the beginning of your journey slowly starts to creep back on. So if you think about the fact that if we had these goals, if you were looking to get faster or train for a race and or finish the couch to 5k program. Maybe it's a strength goal. Like you want to be able to do 10 push-ups or 10 pull-ups or get a personal record for how much weight you can squat. These goals kind of encourage you to keep showing up and challenging your body. If you miss a day or two of your running plan, that kind of sets you back for training for your race. And if you skip out going to the gym, it's going to be really difficult for you to eventually get those 10 push-ups. You know, when we have these goals, it keeps you motivated to keep putting in that effort to create the challenge, to create the change, and avoid the complacency. Avoid your relationship with, with fitness to get complacent and fall apart. So what is your fitness goal? Why do you run? What are you training for? And if you find yourself stuck and in the same routine or, you know, you are feeling like you're doing the same thing all the time, what can you do to challenge yourself? Let's unlock that potential. Let's get out of our own way. Let's get out of the comfort zone. Let's challenge our bodies and let's see what you can do. All right. So my last tip for you guys is ask for help. And I know that that is hard. I said at the beginning of the episode It can be very challenging to ask for help, but we do not need to do this alone. We are allowed to ask for help as women and mothers. We can get the support that we need to reach our goals. So if you're listening to the tips that I've been talking about in this episode and it seems a little overwhelming or you don't know where to start, like when I talk about adding in fast short runs and long slow runs and you don't know how to incorporate that into your routine if you feel like when I say you know nutrition is important but you don't even know where to start when it comes to improving your diet 
when I talk about strength training, if you're saying, but Ali, I don't even know what exercises to do or how many sets or how many reps to do, I really encourage you to get the support and guidance that you need. There are so many free resources out there. There are apps, there are YouTube videos, there is this podcast, and I promise I'm going to be continuing to making more content for you to break down these bigger content concepts into smaller, more tangible steps. Uh, I have my free Facebook group available, Weight Loss for Runners. It's on Facebook. You can go find it or the link is in the show notes. You guys can join my free Facebook community. You guys can go find a friend, an accountability buddy, someone to join you on this fitness journey so it doesn't have to seem so lonely, but get support ask for help, and get the resources that you need to feel confident about this journey. And if you still aren't seeing results or you feel like you need more support, I am offering everybody that listens to this podcast a free 20-minute coaching call with me. There is always going to be a link in the show notes. You can click that link. You can book a 20-minute phone call with me, and we can go over your fitness, your nutrition, your lifestyle, and get you the feedback that you need to crush your goals and to feel confident on your journey. So you have that free coaching call with me available. And for more information about my different programs, you can always send me an email to Allie at somethingrunderful.com. Again, that's Allie, A-L-L-Y. That's how I spell my name at somethingrunderful.com. So we can, you know, talk about what it would look like for us to maybe work together or what the different options for my weight loss programs would be. All right, so that is it for me today, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. To show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful, and you can even join my free Facebook group, Weight Loss for Runners. And remember, my friends, until next time, you are something wonderful.